Hello and welcome to another episode of Lots Gamer Radio and this is a special one. Um, this is a Ballyhoo episode and we are returning to Castlevania with season four. Once again picking up his whip and um, this is Tyrical and Jibes is Colm. Hello there. Picking up his whip, that's it. I've never been introduced like that before. Yes, good evening. How's it going, buddy? <laughs> it's not too bad, not too bad. In the middle of the summer holidays. Yes. In a bit of sun. Yeah. Mostly rain, but yeah. a bit of sun. How about yourself? Yeah, it hasn't been raining the last couple of days here, so we've we've got a we've been spoiled. But uh, yeah, previous to that, it was yeah. the wettest July ever recorded, according to the weatherman. So yeah, that was fun. Right in Ireland. Yeah, in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. While the rest, so of, I, while the rest of Europe was burning, we were drowning. Yes, <laughs> that's usually the way it goes. Yes, yes, yes. So complete opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just have to do things differently in Ireland. You know, we don't go with the with the flow, as they say. Uh, you'll probably have a hottest ever September or something. And yeah, just having the wettest. Just something. when I go back to school, it'll be sweltering out. Yeah, yeah. College, should I say? Oh, yes, school. I know. Yeah. <laughs> You're at college. I'm at school, yeah. and there's no aircon. Oh, yes. in both buildings. Yeah, yeah. No aircon. <gasps> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the last episode, and the last time you joined us here on Lops Gamer Radio was episode 168, I think back in 2020 it was, yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, I just was curious so. as to, did I actually record three uh, episodes coming up to this fourth one, I didn't know, I wasn't sure whether you wanted to record season three or season four, but I just assumed that it was season four, because I double checked with you anyway <laughs> yeah you did yes this has been going yeah. since 2017 apparently this Castlevania the first season was 2017 I believe yeah it has and um, yeah. I think you've been on all four haven't you now I think so yes um, yeah just as a note to all new listeners if you are wanting to listen to Previous episodes in Castlevania, episodes 134, 138, and 168 are where we talk about season 1, season 2, and season 3 of Castlevania, um, this TV series on Netflix. So here we are talking about season 4. Um, so we'll just go a bit of an intro to season 4. So season 4 came out um, in... 2021. I looked at that and I could not believe it came out in 2021. I can't believe that either. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? I missed it for that long and yeah. um, couldn't get around to it. Uh, and I have to say, I wish I'd watched this sooner because I really did. Spoilers, enjoy it. Um, so season four came out in 2021. It had a critical response, received very well. Um, 
approval rating of 100%, Colm. Nice. And Rotten Tomatoes got an average score of 8.9% based on 12 reviews. And the consensus was it's a rewarding experience. It's a bittersweet farewell. Castlevania's fourth season triumphant conclusion to an expertly crafted series. Well, let's see if we tally with 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And we'll talk about the future of Castlevania because it does have a future, unbelievably. Apparently, yes. So, yeah. And funny enough, we'll we'll come to it at the end. Anyway, Castlevania Season 4, um, 10 episodes, all right? Same as Season 3. I was looking at the episodes. Season 1 had 4 episodes. Season 2, 8. Season 4, 10, along with him. Um, and it starts off again with a little bit of a Trevor and Cy- Cypher. Trevor and Cypher, if we remember, are Trevor Belmont, and Cypher is like the mage yeah. priestess. They go, they've been going around, traveling around, um, destroying all these monsters and all that. And they've sort of undis- discovered a plot, basically, to resurrect Dracula. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they learn about a spirit called Death, who eats the souls of the dead. Um, they go to Targa Vista. Now, Targa Vista, do you, do you remember Targa Vista, Colm? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Is that right? Targa Vista is where they killed uh, Dracula's wife. Oh, yes. And where he be- Dracula began his... Um, uh, fight against humanity. Yes, yes. Um, they, f- yeah, they find a mag- Trevor finds a magical dagger, and a pair of vampires named Varney and Ratko watch over the two. Varney annoyed at their interference. Meanwhile, Alucard. Now, Alucard, as we remember, is Dracula's son. Yes. Um, he's half human, half vampire. Yeah, he d- he doesn't he, he doesn't want to end up Lord. he doesn't want to end up like his daddy. You know, he an, e- no, he an doesn't. evil man. He, doesn't. He, he he's trying to be on the straight and narrow. He's trying to, you know, gang up you know, on his daddy, like basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bit like Spock, isn't he? He's yeah. like fighting his his vampire's human side. Who comes out on top? Yeah. Um, not that Spock's a vampire. Spock is, Spock is Vulcan. Yes. Before you um, start sending me tweets and stuff. <laughs> oh, X's now. Do we call them X's? Or? Do we call them X's? Uh, X, whatever. Who cares? It's just Twitter to us. So <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh... it. So, if we remember, um, Alucard... At the end, um, kills two people who came for him for help. They try to kill him. Yes. And he starts staking um, the people outside his um, castle. A bit like his dad did. Mm. <laughs> so, um, and then a horse appears with a dead messenger and sub- summons him to the village called Dynasty, which requires his aid. 
the messenger is dead. Um, he buries a messenger. And then he... Um, Alucard looks in the mirror and realizes that he's turning into Belmont and feeling a need to meddle in others' affairs. Mm. Uh, how did you feel about this first episode? Yeah, I just get my get my surroundings and get grounded. It 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 at the start it says six weeks earlier or something like that when um, Safe and Belmont are on a cart going in together to some town stuff like that so yeah i was just getting getting my bearings on this episode because it's been like a couple of years since i watched the last season so i had to do a bit of catching up you know um yeah yeah it still looks great we do a good job actually we do a good job son all right it looks amazing yeah um, I, I think it is and what i do like is about sorry go the art style is very good it's well done the fight scenes are quite yeah well done as well um yeah yeah uh characters are very good as yeah, well they're fleshed really, out a bit you know they're they're likable some of them are likable characters um well belmont is, is they're given quite, chance to breathe yeah belmont is quite funny and cypher's quite funny um as is dracula's son so yeah there's a few of them in there that are yeah and I do like the fact that unlike I think if we remember back to the start of season three, um Cypher and Belmont are quite happy. You know, they're having a quite jolly time just travelling around in the yeah. wagon. This time they're a bit more serious, so the contrast is there that it's not quite as easy. They're getting a bit tired, yes. a bit knackered from basically they're fighting get, some yeah. beasties around and I think they want to settle down and, you know, just have a normal life not fight yeah. all the time and so you get that you get that feeling that they just want to they get fed up with this malarkey and just wants it to be over with so they can move on and you know set down and go to t- yeah. go to test they get a bit ratty day. with each other a bit yeah. don't they yeah they get ratty yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know the, the external pressure of fighting monsters is yeah. uh, sort of getting to both of them hmm. um but yeah, like I said, it's it's a nice contrast to um, the ending of um, well, the beginning of season three. Yeah. Once again, it's just setting up things up. There's no rush from what I like is just like Warren Ellis, who was the main guy for this first series of Castlevania. He takes his time. Yeah. There's no pressure for him to right. You must have X number of fight scenes. We must get to yeah. X bad guys by this. No. There's time for characters to actually have a chat. Yeah, in you know amongst quite a bit of action. Yeah, what's in this um, season? Yeah, so season two, first episode sits up. Um, anything else in first episode? No, no. Don't don't have anything to add to that. Okay. No, no so we've got second episode once again. It's setting up things up. Um, we come to Hector, um, wherever last time. We met Hector. He he was tricked in by Lenore, yeah, which was a female vampire. Um, but he's not in prison anymore. He's um, he's in a proper relationship. Yeah, um, he's trying to create a new hammer. Um, so, well, basically, basically, Hector basically he's becoming useful. Novel, 
he's becoming useful to the vampires now. Yeah. You know, because he can resurrect. Yeah. He's, he's, he is. You know. But before that, he wasn't. And But he's not... All, no, no, he wasn't. And also, he's, he's planning things. You can see he's doing little things here, here and there. It's not as if he's like following the rules all yeah, the time. He's yeah. doing something. Yeah. Uh, he may so, he may have been captured, but he's not uh, succumbing to the, you know, he's he's thinking ahead, you know, will I get out of this place or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it puts across a, as a willing um, prisoner. It does seem to think that he's delaying building a hammer um, so that he can forge these monsters. Basically, this powers a power in the world where certain people can turn dead bodies into dead human bodies into monsters. Yeah, essentially. basically, yeah. Return them from hell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he's one of these people. Um, then we met with Carmilla, who is was one of the main villains. And Lenore, they have a massive chat. And she learns, Lenore learns that Camilla wants to basically take over the whole world. Yeah. Um, Hector... Hector finishes work on his hammer, and then and I think what? that's a quite a powerful. You know, the chatting, you can see Lenore's doubts, can't you, as we're coming through. Yeah, she's just a bit. I think she's she thinks that she's just gone a bit overboard. Like, um, hmm. the power's gone to her head now, and she's just power hungry. She's, I mean, she's got Dracula out of the way now. She just basically wants to destroy you know rule the whole world and you know a couple of a couple of countries not good enough for her and she's just power hungry she's just mental basically yeah but it does hint at some trauma while she suffered before yeah, she was a vampire yeah uh, yeah you know so there is a reason why she's almost power hungry and that she wants to destroy Rather than what she has been doing for the last few hundred years, which is stability and yes. creating a powerful yes. vampire kingdom. Yeah. Um, so we then switch to Trevor and Cypher. They're ambushed by Varney. Now, Varney's a new character. He is quite annoying. He just says Varney from London all the time. Um, and basically, Ratko as well, he's like a Russian vampire type of thing. Oh, yeah. Or a Slavic vampire. Uh, and they get trapped in an ambush, but are saved by Zamfia, which is the head of Tavista's underground court. So we learn that there is... The king and queen are underground. Yeah. You know? Um, and the vampires are trying to find out where they are. Yes. Um, yeah, so you've got a bit more dealings. You've got a bit more depth into it. Um, Trevor and Cypher try to want to get the underground court's trust. Um, and Trevor finds a glowing stone on the corpse. Yeah. Um, so he's finding magical tr- trinkets. Once again... Another setting up episode, reintroducing characters that we've seen previously. The the ambush is good, you know. The ambush is um, a good fight scene. Um, 
But I think that's it. Isaac, 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 is, does Isaac appear in this when he continues the conquest of Genoa? No, is he appear in that one? Isaac, I think Isaac. No, no, no. Isaac appears in episode three. Oh, sorry, yeah, okay. No, I've nothing else to add. Hey, but it's a nice. Seg- Go on. Nothing else to add then. I don't think. All right, but it's a nice segue. Yes. A professional podcast. Of course, yes. Of course, yes. A nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> Always very <Into> professional. <laughs> episode three. Yeah. <laughs> he did. It's professional. Yeah, of course. And here we are. Isaac. Okay, so, yeah. <gasps> um. See, I, I, got, I got a bit confused here, right? Because Isaac's got baddies. Yo, the, 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 uh, Hector's making baddies. And it, there's baddies everywhere, mm. like, and you now I realize later on that you know Hector's baddies and Isaac's baddies look differently, but still, um, it was there was a lot of baddies going on, if you know what I mean. And you're not quite sure who's on what yeah. side, or who's on they all have their own agenda. So Isaac has his agenda, uh, Hector and the vampires have their agenda, and Belmont and and Sofa have you know they're basically just trying to save the world basically you know and then you're not quite sure yeah. you're not quite sure then where the other two characters fit in where Dracula's son and um, you know so it's there's a lot there's a lot going on maybe not in this years years and it's quite confusing at the start yeah. Sorry, go. Yeah, so I was wondering where you know where it was going. Uh, obviously, I knew where it was. It was going to come to a head at some stage, but um, yeah, there was a lot going on, so I had to watch it once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, because episode three sort of sets you a bit of um, what's it unsettles you a bit because all of a sudden you've got these beasts. And they're all going round, building, and walking around this place and not destroying anything. Yeah. Um, under rebuilding the magician city under Isaac's direction. Mm. Um, you also you also get a lot bit of depth from um, call him Fly, Fly's eyes. Um, yes. With a like almost, um, it hints. Or infers that the he's remembering that he had a family, and the grave that they are next to was his daughter. Mm. You know, with the little cuddly doll, yeah, as such. So, um, and he questions Isaac about his orders. That you know, beast, all the which was just designed to destroy, and that's what we should be doing. Yes, and Isaac says, "Well, I want to, I want to rebuild this city, um, so that if when we leave, somebody else can come in and use it. But also, aren't you don't you want more? Don't you want more? Yeah, shouldn't you be able to capable of more? Yeah, and he gives him um, berries, if if I remember rightly, and um, Fly's eyes starts eating these berries and starts jogging some memory. Yeah." Um. Then, 
we've also got this Varney, and there's magic mirrors about, isn't there? Yeah. There's a magic, the basically the um, discard of Castlevania of the Castlevania world. Um, there's magic mirrors all over the place, and everyone seems to be contacting um, everyone in this coordinating attack attempt to bring back Dracula. Um, yeah. Varney, the vampire from London, wants Isaac to help him. Isaac says no. Um, then we have flipped over to Marana and Striga, who are sisters of Kamala, uh, Camilla, and they're not. Lenore. Yeah, they're not. They're happy. ambushed. Yeah. Yeah, but it, that's what I mean. It's it's this episode has a lot of chatting, so you do have to. It's not just like as if. Oh, it's just action, action, action. There's a lot of chatting. There's a lot of in-depth of where these vampires are like, look, I'm just fed up. I just want a little quiet place for myself. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So they're not as driven. I don't want to go out killing. Yeah, they're not yeah. As, as driven as Camilla is. Um, but, no. you know, and I think... What's happened to Carmilla is she sort of lost the plot, excuse the pun, but she's basically lost all sense of what she's fighting for. And, you know, it's interesting that Isaac doesn't want, doesn't want Dracula back either because he was Dracula's, you know, friend, wasn't he? You know, he was his mm. mentor um, and he was yeah. initially set on vengeance and, uh, uh, and you know now he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't think he should be coming back. No, uh, but didn't last season when oh, yeah. we were talking to some old man? That's right. Him, yes, that sort of made him thinking about things. That's right. You know, yes, and then, the, and then there's a head magician in stone. Yeah, he's like chatting to him, and he's, yeah, you know, and it's almost like Camilla has. Has been so driven that she wants vengeance on basically the whole of humanity, um, but based on trauma. Mm-hmm. Isaac, who's suffered a trauma of his own, is now who was on that path has now said, "I really don't think I want to go on that path." Yeah, I don't want to destroy. I don't want to kill everyone. Yeah, he's you know he's got the opposite way. He's got to rebuild. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like I said, Marana and Strigger have this talk about basically should they continue fighting this war? Yeah. Um, but that's that's interrupted by an attack, um, and then you get something called Day Armor, which, have, which is new one on me. Yeah. Um, that the vampires have Day Armor. Um, well, it basically means they can basically, they, they can fight in the daytime. They don't have to wait till the night time. Well, exactly, um, because the humans have worked out these are vampires, yeah, and they're like burning, creating openings in the tents to let sunlight in, yeah, um, anything that we can, and I think this is a this one captures how powerful a vampire is, you know, yeah. um, in terms of the first time it's season, it's like she's doing she's this. I tell you, I felt this season was very much bloody. I mean, there's hearts being ripped out, yeah. there's entrails being cut out, there's 
Yeah, it was quite graphical, all right. Yeah. Up left, right, and cent- Yeah. Yeah. Probably more graphical than the earlier seasons. Definitely. Yeah. They've really, like, the animators have really gone, ah, well, I think this must be the last season. Let's just go all out. Yeah, because even when some, so even when they're killing right, yeah, some I mean, of the enemies, you can see their their legs drop off, and you can see, the, you know, the bits of their leg and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, and they always do a sometimes a slow mo around yeah. it, you know, because the action, despite being fast, isn't Michael Bay fast. So the cuts are really, you can see what's happening, unlike a Michael Bay film where you can't sometimes see what's going on. Definitely. Um, here, everything's plotted. The director who's directed it, Sam Dietz, mm. he's done them all, I think. Mm. His directing is really good. He's like, we don't want to cut away. You need to see what's happening in the moves themselves. Yeah, it's very well. It's very well done. The camera uh, work and all that is very well. It's very easy to yeah, follow, if you know like, what I mean. It's not, you know, even though there's a lot of action going on, you can understand, you know, what's happening at the same time. Yeah, and what you find with the action, I think, as well, there's a lot of spin arounds, you know, like, it's like almost like, it's like a sporting camera, you know, and you watch sport and they pan around the stadium or yeah. they spin around certain things. This one's... It, it, you were aware the animators and they've done it, you spin around the action. Yeah. So instead of just staying on one angle of the action, it focuses on different aspects of action yeah. as it's spinning around. It's the whole 3D environment is yeah. It's it is really, really good Yeah. in that sense. And also when there's a couple um, of them fighting, it's not just focusing on one one character fighting it's it, it goes from one to the other it skips from one character to the other as well like so it's it's you know you don't get bored if that's a word I can yeah use. it's clear like yeah. i said it, yeah it's clear you know it, it, you can see everything being they've worked it out the storyboard did really well yeah whoever storyboarded this has done really we've followed that and considering they're only usually around considering they're only 25 to you know, twenty eight minutes long. They they get a lot of stuff in in the twenty eight minutes. They, you know, it doesn't feel like they've they haven't wasted any of their minutes. You know, they've kept it very no, compact right. and interesting. And you know, you're you're basically not checking your phone. You're watching it all. You know, so. Well, what's it? Something to basically. It's half an hour episode, and yeah. even less, and you'll complete you can complete the series in under five hours. Yeah, it's just a, basically two nights or a night's yeah. watching. You know, yeah, start at seven, finish at twelve. You'll get it exactly. done. Um, yeah. It's really quick, and we do like I say make use of every single minute, both for character and action. Mm. Um. The rest of the episode basically focuses on Targa Vista. Um, Trevor and Safer witness how the remaining people are malnourished and they want to investigate the city, hoping to get the guard Samvia's trust by aiding others in their place. And they, Trevor also discovers that the magic dagger can be energised by the glowing stone. Yeah. So a little bit of a, more of a mystery and stuff coming yeah. through. Yeah. Episode four 
Um, Trevor and Cypher discuss the situation in Targa Vista. We've got Alucard. Um, defending, comes to the nest of the village. Yeah. And defends it f- uh, from the night creatures. Um, ones with shells, if I remember rightly, quite difficult to beat. Yes. Um, and you, you see Alucard's um, not full range, but he's, you know, powerful, how powerful he is. I love the sword. Mm. That sword is immense. Yeah. You know, the way, the way he controls it and stuff, and he gets it to do certain things, and that sword is is really good. Um, so once he beats the um, knight um, creatures, we get, we get a new character, the village leader, Greta. Yes. Who sent the request. Now, she's a good character. I did think she was well written. Um, a powerfully written character, strong female character. Within it all, there's humour, there's, you know, I think she's really good. Mm. Um, she doesn't take any shit. And we also get. No, she doesn't. No. Um, she doesn't. Especially in the village. I mean, if they say something like, oh, she, sh- she could be somewhere else, she's, you know, she- it's up, but, and then Elka, well, she's here. Mm. She's needed here. This is where she is, you know. Maybe somewhere else she might not be as strong or whatever, but she is a strong personality as where she is at this moment in time. And we also meet, we meet um, Saint-Germain. Yes. Now, the last time we met Saint-Germain, he was stuck in the infinite corridor. Yeah. Um, helping Belmont and Cypher to escape. Yeah. And here he is. Um, wouldn't trust him, and we get a bit of a flashback. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't trust him as far as a troll. Was that man. before the? I wouldn't trust him anyway. <laughs> no, was that before? <laughs> was that before the flashback or after the flashback? <laughs> I just wouldn't trust some shady character from the word go. <laughs> he is. He is. He is. He's, he's always out to look for himself. He says, "Is a courtesan to the courts, an advisor to the courts." Yeah. And he's a kiss basically, ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. And even more so now yeah. when it's revealed that after leaving Belmont, he travelled. Well, even before Belmont, he he met a girl who want who travelled the infinite corridor with him. Yeah, she stayed, but it's almost like she stayed. Or did he just leave her? Mm. You know. Not 100%, I would say. Um, and he meets an alchemist who gives him the key yeah, yes, to the, the corridor. Key. Yes. But, of course, it comes at a price. So he can access the corridor at any point. However, he has to sac- sacrifice everything he ever had, including his morals. Oh, and basically, he has to be an alchemist who does evil things and does bad things. Um. And he will meet his long lost lover again if he does all these evil things. Yeah. Um, of course, what does he do? He just goes, fuck it. And he starts doing all sorts of <laughs> immoral things. Yeah. 
Um, and the only way also to have, uh, Alchemist also tells him you have to create a rebus, which is an artificial body that is both man and woman. Yes. Confused with two souls. Um, so when he returns to Earth, it just shows you a flashback of him doing all sorts of type of things, killing innocents, killing children, um, meeting Varney, the guy from London. Um, he wants to resurrect Dracula. Um, and he, Jaman is the one who has um, organised the attacks on Dynasty and the other villages, basically. He is the one who has been going around making sure all these villages have been attacked. Um, killing people. Um, and it's, you know, he wants to get to Dracula's castle, so what does he suggest? Yeah. He suggests all the village should go to Dracula's castle. <laughs> yeah. For protection. Yeah. To which Alucard um, agrees. Um, and I quite... It's a good episode. Like I said, Greta's a good character. Germain, we've deepened him because, like I said, in the first one, he was a bit of a trickster, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he had. He was. It was a bit of a rogue. Um, yeah. You know, like he'd do things for himself, but he had a moral centre there. He was a bit. You know, I'll do certain things, but not up to up to not beyond. When he leaves the corridor, yeah. all bets are off. He's just like, yeah. He's gone from being so a he's Alice gone is, from being a lovable rogue to an evil do-gooder. <laughs> yes, he has, he has, and um, yeah, I think the transformation suits him. Um, yes, he looks a bit fleshed out this time around. He looks more mature, and he looks like he's after. You know, having a few cream cakes as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I did think he was a bit superfluous in the third season. He was a bit uh, was it, would it, would it, was he actually needed? Yeah. But this one actually gives him a purpose. So, Alice has done really well. Um, one thing I did write about this episode, I like the fact that Greta um, gives Alucard basically a dressing down. She's standing no rubbish from Alucard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah another strong episode more of a chatty episode um, really but um, strong in terms of character development yes and then we get to episode 5 and this is basically the journey isn't it yes um, the village is what it's basically they have to get to Castle Doc- Dracula, they decide to go during the day, um, because he's going to be less likely to be attacked by vampires. But night creatures come through in day or night, so it doesn't really matter, yes. Um, and they travel through a f- forest. In terms of the episodes, I thought this one's probably one of the weakest, in it's how it's cut in every edits. Yeah, because the edits get a bit confusing. 
it's um it's it's more to do with the villages villages more than anything it's how many villages are actually going with them yes <laughs> because it only seems it seems that like there's only a few yes it always seems to be just, actually, yeah hundreds of them but <laughs> it seems like there's only a handful and and my first instinct was only saving a few handful of villagers like and you know you're thinking to yourself there has to be more than that like you know yeah yeah it's it, it doesn't portray it, I mean, it doesn't portray budget. the size of the village very well i don't think you know it, you don't get to, to no you're to, right you don't get to feel that the village has hundreds and hundreds of villagers in it it just at any given time you're only you know you can only see a handful at any given time even when they're fighting the monsters is always just a couple of a handful trapped in a corner or something like that or you know getting killed or whatever you know so yeah i think they could have drawn a few extra characters in there but you know <laughs> who am i to judge they probably could um <laughs> that's it yeah direct your own film yeah 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 do it yourself if you could do better buddy <laughs> i'll start drawing matchstick men now and call it trevor <laughs> trevor belmont yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you're right even in the long shots it doesn't seem a big crowd so I, I, I presume it's just budget. You know, you can only draw, you can only animate so many people. You know, if you're going to put more in, it's cost more money, confuses yeah. the scene. Probably, yeah. And, and, and also, they, that. yeah, but they do mention a lot of the times that they're here to save the villagers. So you can just assume from that there's a lot of people yeah. in the village. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah. that's their main purpose. They're just out of shot. Yeah. Yeah. They're just all out of shot. We can't see them. Hmm. Um, so basically they're travelling they lead the people to the castle um, what I do like about it is the amount of different night creatures they are yeah. Just, um, yeah and they're quite tough you know mm. there's the spider one I think it was quite good um, quite like that it's quite grotesque in its design there was the centipede type one. I think that was the last one. Alucard beats. Mm. Um, but, you know, basically these night creatures keep coming and Greta and Alucard are fighting them off and the villages have got pitchforks and torches and that's all they've got. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good. Um, we've got, we then go to Lenore. Who basically tells Hector of what Camilla's planning and her doubts about Camilla now, and basically how a vampire basically um, is just stationary, and if you don't like change, and Camilla's overreaching, and um, that Camilla used her in the same way that she used Hector. We go to. Tiger Vista, where we see Cypher uh, having a go at the guard, the royal guard, for taking food away from people who are already starving. Mm. Basically, she wants food for the royal people. You know, it begins that class difference, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. You know, Alice is trying to hear, you know, who's more important? Is it the people? Um, Cypher thinks it's the people. You get the people back on 
um, a level footing, get them mal- get them nourished, and then you can start thinking about the Royals. Then you can start relying on them instead of going, right, give us what you have got so we sustain the royal family. Mm. Um, there is another night creature, and this creature plants um, a tracking stone. Yes, I was curious. Of- yes. Yeah, at first I thought it was a controlling device. That's exactly. I um, thought it was going to turn them into monsters or something like that. Or, but yeah, it turns out yeah. it's a tracking device. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they can track and they discover where the royal family are. Yes. Um, and back in the magician city, um, Isaac all of a sudden decides to attack Camilla. Um, and basically he says orders his night creatures to destroy everyone except for Hector because he wants to kill Hector himself hmm. um, yeah another nice one there's a lot of action in this with the yeah. journey but you know Alice is once again putting depth into the characters depth into the story like we said, talking about the class, class, you know, what, what people think should be done. You know, we've got Isaac going, right, he's decided his night creatures, stop rebuilding the city, let's get fighting. Yeah. Um, and he's pretty powerful, Isaac. He seems to have had a, like, a leveling up, as we call it in D&D, you know, just like, yeah. a lot of exp- experience points gone into him <laughs> over the last... Yeah. A couple of um, seasons. Definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely got a... He's definitely got a... A lot more... Magic and power than... I would have given him... Expected him to have, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, especially for a human. Yeah. Especially yeah. for a human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then... We're into the last five episodes, and it's sort of like all starts kicking off here. Yeah. So six, seven, eight, and nine are like action galore. Um, there's all sorts of endings, and we'll come to those. So six, we've got the Battle of Styria. So this is basically focused on um, Isaac and his army of night creatures attacking Styria and Camilla. Mm. Um We've got Lenore trying to drag Hector out of the castle, but Hector activates his plan and traps her. Yes. In his uh, magical barrier. Yeah. Um, Isaac meets Hector again um, and wants to kill Lenore as being a vampire, but um, spares both of them. Doesn't kill him. Yes, now this was surprising. This changed. Yeah, because this was surprising because mm. he goes in to get it. He goes in to kill. Yeah, you know, one. What you call her? Lenore. Is that what it is? Yeah. Lenore, yeah. He wants yeah. to kill her. He goes into this barrier with his sword, and Hector convinces him not to kill her and says, basically, it's me you've come for, so just kill me, please. And yeah. uh, he yeah. changes his mind, which was a bit of a surprise for me. Then, well, yeah. After his demand last episode, he's the one only one I want to kill. Yeah, yeah. So, 
himself yeah. and Hector are having a chat and then Hector asks him to give him his knife and he basically cuts off his finger. Hector cuts off the finger with the ring on it, which controls all of the creatures. Yeah. So basically that yeah. leaves that leaves Isaac with the upper hand when it comes to killing Camilla. Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, that's it because yeah, it does because Hector's night creatures are uncontrolled now. Yeah, they're a bit weak, you know. Yeah, but not under Camilla's um, direct um, command anymore. Yeah, um, through Lenot. Um, so yes, Hector sacrificed his finger. He did to prove that he had changed. Um, he also tells him that there's a way to get into Camilla's. In the sanctum, as such, he's created tunnels, like a magical tunnel. Yes. To all of it, from in, in a, and um, it traps Camilla in a throne room. She can't leave. Yeah. Um, and then it's Isaac leaves Hector and goes up to Camilla, and then it starts an epic battle. I mean. You know, it's like Camilla gets a satisfactory ending. You know, she's fast. She's killing night bees. The action's padding around. You know, her sword action, and you know, it is an immense orchestrated scene. Um, yeah. But eventually, I mean, even Isaac is like, well, you're human. How can you keep up with a vampire? Yes. So, like I said, it's like, how has he got so much power? Some of it, some of it is unexplained. Some of it is just like, well, just accept it because he's yeah. powerful. He's got his dagger. He can do this. So, but, yeah, I mean, what do you think of this action scene where Camilla and Isaac and Camilla's beat killing night creatures? She has, you know, left, right, and center. Yeah. I thought it was over very quickly. I thought, yeah, yeah. I just got, I got the, it was immense and all that, but I just felt it could have, they could have extended it a bit more. I think, because I mean, Mm. in terms of this, the season, this is the, you know, the peak of of the season. This Camilla, you know, and basically Mm. Isaac. This is the main event, like if you know what I mean. And yeah. As much as it was very well done and all that, I just felt it could have went on a bit longer or it could have been a bit more, you know, a few twists and turns in it. I think. Yeah. Um, when looking a bit of the research into it, there is a feeling that some, I think, of the secondary characters, because let's accept that Belmont Cipher. Yeah. Um, Alucard are the main ones, they're the main characters. Um, they're following like the main plot line. This plot line's like alongside it, yes. But there's a feeling of from some that Camilla, Isaac, Hector are all a bit underserved with it, yeah. You know, I'm not saying they're massive, I'm not saying it's a Game of Thrones style season eight where you, yeah, characters are disposed of and there's no development, yeah. but the. Yeah, because all you get from Camilla is, I am going to take over the world. 
Oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> and also, I didn't, I didn't envisage just Isaac and Camilla fighting it out. I, I always envisaged the other characters being involved as well, even though technically they were involved elsewhere. But I just thought like they would have been there as well with Isaac. But then, given the, given the fact that, you know, Hector had to get him into into the tower to kill. Camilla, I pres- mm. you know, I'm assuming that it was just going to be a one-on-one battle then at that stage, you know. Hmm. Maybe two more episodes it could have done with to flesh out because, like I said, it got when we leave Hector of the season three, he's a bit angry at Lenore for betraying yeah. him and putting him under the control. Yeah. Start season four, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine with you, and I'll I'll sacrifice my <laughs> life for you. Yeah, don't kill her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's his own free will, and he's got. And it's like, it's that development. Two more episodes, maybe. Yeah, would have done. Mm. It's difficult because there's a lot of character moments throughout, and yeah. like I said, every minute of this is used of the yeah. uh, twenty-eight, twenty-nine minutes. That is true. Yes, and maybe so, maybe yeah, if I had have gone on a bit episodes. Yeah, maybe if I had gone on a bit more, it would have been a bit overkill maybe so maybe you know just having it this way is probably the best way you know to to progress the story yeah. I suppose well that's it I mean you you had this pantheon of characters and developed and how do you end it so yeah. it's a bit difficult I mean looking at the total number of episodes they had 32 episodes mm. and like I said earlier four in season one Eight in season two. Mm. Could you've maybe maybe it's just because we've we've have be, become accustomed to you know Game of Thrones, eight seasons, some hours you know an hour an episode, and it's just you know that dragged on a bit too. So I mean, maybe I shouldn't be giving out about it or you know saying anything about it, considering <laughs> it's just you know flashbang wallop. There you go, move on. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, so I yeah. mean, some I, things I to be told. Yeah, some things to be ha- to be grateful for, I suppose. In that case, you know. Yeah, I'm not saying we're we're abandoning these characters, yeah. but there is a slight hint of we need to de- we need to wrap their story off yeah. quickly. Yeah. Um. So we can focus on the main story. Yeah. As such. Um, so basically, Camilla um, commits suicide before Isaac can finish her. Yeah, that causes a massive explosion. That's right, and Isaac's um, night creature protects him as well. Yeah, doesn't he? He protects him a few yeah. times. A few times in that fight, actually, he 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 protects him. So he's a very yeah. Fellow. This is a good fight. Because you get a lot of Camilla fighting Isaac, mm. and then the night creatures, in particular the winged one, coming in as a supporter. So the choreography between them is like really well done, and, it, and you, can, you can see everything what the night creature is doing. You yeah, know, how he's protecting yeah. Isaac, and everything that's going along like that. So yes, it's really. Um, it's a really good fight scene. 
But like I said, possibly. <laughs> in uh, cutting her off, killed her off a bit quickly. This woman who's going to take care of her world. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, then her sisters, Baran and Striga, they're walking with their uh, forces. They sensed Kimmler's death. And basically they go, uh, sod this. Let's go start our new life. <laughs> and they exit stage left. It doesn't say with the army. They came with an army and it doesn't say that they left with the army. So maybe there's these vampire army just wandering around. But they go and they leave the story in peace as such. Yes. Um, Isaac is going to take over his stereo. Um, Hector wants to stay with Lenore and Hector is has been working with Saint Germain and Varney from London um, to resurrect Dracula for some reason mm. so the plot thickens and that's um, and that's really I mean we do come a bit back to that storyline um, but Overall, that's probably just about done. Yeah. Um, season episode seven. Um, the great work. So, the tracking stone that was placed on the royal guard. Um, basically, they discover the vampires discover where the underground court's location is. Um, you get a lot of bit of conflict between um, Ratko, the like sort of Slavic vampire, and Varney, the vampire from London. Um, basically, they don't like each other. And Ratko thinks Varney's a bit of a jerk. Um, Trevor and Cypher meet meet with the underground court, um, and it's a bit of a surprise when we reveal the king and queen. Yes. <laughs> Skeletons. Hello. <laughs> Skeletons. <laughs> but you know, yeah. <laughs> they'll they'll get around to becoming resurrected some stage. <laughs> well, yes, I know. At some point. Yes. Or please don't. That's what she believes. Please don't yeah. let the uh, rest of the village know. <laughs> it will uh, <laughs> deflate her. Deflate her. Their egos, yeah. The morale, uh, the morale will go dropping. Yeah, right. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, I like yeah, Trevor. The Trevor, the wizards, they'll come back. Just yeah, yeah. Just give them time. <laughs> I'm sure Trevor Belmont had something smart to say there. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't remember. I know. Uh, Always some side Alec remarks and stuff. Yeah, because there's quite a lot of humour. A particular from Belmont. Ah, yes, a great dry. character, yeah. Um, then, um, essentially, Trevor finds more magical artifacts and creates a nice little weapon. Yes. Um, then when he puts it all together, so he's got this nice little weapon that's going to be useful. Um, and then the court is invaded by Varney and Retko. Um and Alucard and Greta come to Dracula's castle and Saint-Germain signals for the, for the army to come and march upon the castle. Mm. 
bringing them with them the Rebus, which is in the one of the wagons, put together by some women, something so together, basically a man and a woman. Half yes. And half, or multiple corpses. Yeah, so basically they want to bring Dracula and his wife back together into one body. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit well, weird. So, episode seven. <laughs> yeah, it's um, two souls entwined, infused. Um, well, we'll talk about it in a bit. What yeah, sorry. Plan is. Skipping ahead again like, as usual. Two souls together. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's setting up. This episode, episode seven's a lot set up. Mm. Um, a lot of talking, a bit of battle in the underground court, but um, overall, it's a lot set up. Yeah. Um, try to think where. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think basically at some point with, I'll try to remember which episode it was, but we've we talked about Isaac's story. Isaac's story basically talks to Hector. Um, Hector just wants to be left alone. And I can't remember which episode it is, but Lenore basically can't live. Can she? No. Um, as, a, as a prisoner. And um, yeah. she goes out to see the sun and basically burns up. And yeah, was that this episode? He doesn't seem that upset. No, he doesn't, does he? I mean, he seems. I to, don't know. He seems to be obsessed with a woman in season two and three or three anyway. And then Ooh. all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, go on outside there, just sizzle up. <laughs> I'll write. I think I'll write a book. Yeah. I think I'll write a book instead. <laughs> Because she asks him, she what? says to him, "What are you? What are you going to do when, uh, when, when if I'm not around?" Ah, I think I'll write a book. <laughs> <laughs> he like I thought he loved her. I thought he was in love with her, and then all of a sudden he just he wasn't asked. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it. This is this is the woman who was going to say, "Kill me, and don't kill her." Yeah. I'm willing to sacrifice my life. Yeah, for her. Yeah, and he just like. <laughs> Oh well, I suppose he can't. Maybe, maybe he was. (sighs) Maybe he was just pretending to be obsessor because he wanted to stay alive a bit longer. But I thought it possibly. I thought in season three they were well cozy together, and then all of a sudden it didn't seem that way. (laughs) No, and I could be just be like, I love you so much, I'm willing to sacrifice you. Yes, that's it. And basically. You're gonna be interrupting me all the time with your wants and needs and instructions and tasks. I'll never get this book written. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need total concentration now, so please <laughs> go on outside. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Toddle off outside into the sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. That that aspect I think, yeah. That's a bit weak, and I'm just like, oh, come on, you, how do you go from willing to sacrifice your own life for this woman without going, try to put a bit more effort to convince her that you can give her a life and you can be good and we can be free together, etc. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'd, I'd put more of a fight if a woman I love 
wanted to leave, you know. Yeah, I would yeah, hope so. I wanted to leave, I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can get back to my writing now. Yes, yeah. she's gone. <laughs> exactly. I have no distractions whatsoever. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the next season will be about him, <laughs> him writing his book. <laughs> Who knows? You know something? It could well be <laughs> the book is probably going to be part of law. You know exactly. Um, so we've got Trevor Cipher and Zamfia um, defending the survivors of Trigavisti underground. Uh, Zamfia herself sacrifices herself for a mother and child and from Ratko you know the Slavic vampire who reveals himself to be like a really powerful vampire the best fighter in the whole vampire ranks really powerful vampire and uh, I always felt when he was fighting with Trevor it's a good fight but I feel Belmont's almost like holding himself back to see what this vampire's got. Yeah. I always felt that within the fight, rather than Belmont being fighting at his 100%, I thought it was like fighting at 70 to 80%. Yeah. yeah. See what you've got. And when he reveals himself, he's like, oh, how's that it? And I'll take you down. Yeah. Um. Alucard and Greta leave the refugees in a desperate fight against Dragon. Dragon's another vampire who's head of his army who's attacking Castle Dracula. Um, what I did think as well in, that, in the fight in Tragavista, Cypher, they do Cypher absolutely brilliantly because she's got a whole range of powers, hasn't she? Elemental powers. Yes. Water, fire, ice, electricity. Yes. Um, and she... And she's always shifting between them, you know, really fluid. There's always a fluid shift. Yeah. Um, you know, she can use water um, to trap her for them and electrocute them with electricity. She's immensely powerful and how the director, how they got her powers to just, it's really well done. I, thought, I think her, you know, and her animation is brilliant. And yes, and she definitely her fight skills. And yeah, stuff. she definitely comes into her own in this season because she, even though you know there is times where she looks vulnerable and and you know she looks like she could be killed at any minute, she she comes back to kick ass like basically. And uh, yeah, you get to yeah. see you get to see the full range of her powers more so than you would have in previous episodes. I think she's kicking yeah, ass. Yeah, you can tell. She's kicking ass at left, right, and centre. You can tell they've planned it. You can tell there's a lot more money they thought about into the fight scenes. Um, and she's probably stronger than Belmont. I don't know, more skilled. She has a variety. She's a stronger variety anyway. Um, and she's not a weak character. You know, she's learned. She's almost in. She's a person and a character who has full control of her powers. Yeah. You know, the peak of her strength. Yeah. Um, that's really good. Um, then the attack on Castle Dracula. We get these forces attacking thing. You get basically spider night creatures, hobgoblin night creatures, yes. all sorts of these creatures facing a few villages. Um, 
I think we dip their spearheads into holy water. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah. It's a nice little touch. Yes. Doesn't help, but um, every little helps. Nice little touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I suppose for me it was a bit like oh, this is really really good, really orchestrated because you've seen Alucard, who was this is fighting at the top range of his powers as well. But I don't know. I suppose we have to think about because when. The, for example, the spider creatures, when the spider creature is fighting Alucard on the journey from the village to Dracula, it's a powerful thing. Mm. Um, in terms of the fight with Alucard outside Dracula, there was about four or five, ten of them, whatever the number of them. He's one hitting him. Mm. Yeah, he's one, he's one killing and one hit yeah. kills. And you're like going, well, all right, so are they really that powerful or... That's just a that's just a little gripe. Maybe me has been, you know, likes role playing games and likes and that yeah. type of thing. Where you going? Yeah, technically, can you be consistent or not? Yeah. Or... But also maybe it's because he had maybe it's because he wasn't using the full, you know, aspect of his powers up to then. Maybe and you know and maybe he was only getting going. Maybe I don't know. Possibly it just takes a while to warm up. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's just something I don't have many gripes. I, I did love it. It's just sometimes I was like, oh, one hit kill. You took ages to fight. Yeah, I, I suppose. I mean, I suppose it is a bit like a video game. You know, when you like, you fight a boss at the start of a game, and you're like, oh, this takes forever. And eventually, when you power up and you come maybe face these, one of these creatures again, you're like, Ugh, "There you go, I've killed you one hit or two hits." Yeah, because yourself, you've powered up. Yes, I don't know. Um, so for that, there's a massive siege outside the castle. Um, create a massive beast as well. It seems just appears and starts blasting electricity everywhere like Godzilla. Um, and then we get Jaman. Um, goes to Alakar's childhood room where Dracula died. Alakar killed him. And basically they learn that Germain is using the souls of those killed in the ongoing battle to open the infinite corridor. Um, through which he's going to bring both Dracula and Lisa and fuse their souls into the Rebus. And this will allow um, Germain to look for his missing lover and give him unlimited power. Um, Alucard tries to stop him, but can't get past the barrier um, that Jermaine has created for himself. And Tiger Vista, Vani, the vampire from London, finds a magic mirror that can teleport him to Dracula's castle and use it to join Saint Germain. Um, basic, and then. Alucard and Greta really can't do anything about Sajaman, so they go back and join the battle um, against the night creatures that are attacking the castle. Um, at the end, you see Trevor and Cypher go through the mirror and return back to Castle Dracula. Um, so, a lot of things going on here. Yes. Um, you know, 
we get the fact that the Rebus is going to be Dracula and Lisa fused back together. We get Jaman using the souls of those who was killed. And we, like, we said, like we mentioned earlier, how many villages have there? Because yeah. throughout <laughs> this anime, throughout... <laughs> The only time, what, the only time, you, be... yeah, the only time you see any amount of villagers at the start where they're actually preparing to fight, there must there's a couple of rows of them say when they're dipping the when they're dipping the spears yeah. into the holy water. That's the only time you see any amount of villagers, <laughs> and even then it's probably twenty or twenty of them, <laughs> and they all look terrified. And uh, fair play to them; they're going to fight, but they're <laughs> terrified. <laughs> Well, would you be terrified visiting some of these spider creatures? I would no be there. Or... I'd be under in the nearest cupboard hiding. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere deep in the castle. Yes, pissing my pants. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but what? But you get a disparity in numbers because the souls that are going in to power search your man. Is nowhere near what you see. No. So I think, I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode, episode nine, when there's just like, it seems to be just like hundreds and hundreds of balls of light souls are just flowing into Saint Germain. Yes. And it's got like, because it shows you all the skulls on next episode, and there's like thousands of them. You're like going, wow, there's a lot of villages. Yes. And they're still fighting. <laughs> Yes, but I mean, you have to leave some of it, you know, to to, you know, your imagination. You can't be logically assessing. Yeah. It can't be logically assessing a vampire animation, you know, an animation. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like to say animates. No, you know, come on, you have to leave your brain outside and just go with the flow and enjoy the story. I do, I do, I do enjoy it, but sometimes the logic doesn't follow their own logic. <laughs> you're starting to sound like Justin I now. I have, I have <laughs> Dandy, you're starting to sound like no, Justin. No, sorry, sorry, I'll stop. I need stop. logic. I need I'll logic. I'll stop. You can't have logic all the time. No, it's not that I don't need logic. Yeah, no, no you see, no. the thing about this. It's the disparity. Yeah, it's, the thing about this, this show in general, this Castlevania, I mean. You basically got me into it, so I'm blaming you as anyway. But it's just uh, I, I wouldn't be into, <laughs> I wouldn't be into animated, you know, series or anime or anything like that. But I did enjoy this, so you know, I didn't think logically about it. I just enjoyed this for what it was. No. You know, I wasn't thinking that oh, no, I about it. the I souls. Really I wasn't thinking any of that stuff. That wasn't going into my head. You know. Mm. Um, the only thing that confused me, which is what I said I'm earlier, so- was about the different types of monsters and who was with who and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, that was yeah, really. Yeah, I'm just assuming everything's happening off screen. That's what yes, I do. Yes, yes, that's what, that's what I <laughs> just assume that it's all happening off screen and there's thousands and thousands of villages yes. dotted around and loads of tents and stuff. Yes. Uh, or maybe it so, was different vi- souls from different villages. Uh, possibly. Uh, oh, that's good. Or that. or souls that they have already collected from previous <laughs> seasons. 
No, I see you thinking about it. Get, yeah, you see, you, you, does getting, it? You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's not. Yeah, I agree. Maybe it's an all-out assault on various villages around the city, the areas. And that's nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go with that. Then. Finding the answer. <laughs> yeah, we go with that. That's a good one. Um, then episode nine. Um, this one. This is the big episodes. You know, this yes. is when basically it's called the endings. Um, everything is going to happen in this episode. Um, so Trevor and Cipher arrive with a mirror at Dracula's castle, and where they reunite with Alucard and fight for the invaders. I do like Alucard's um, what he mentions um, when um, Belmont arrives. You know, he's like, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, um, they they have a really good um, chemistry, all three of them. Yes. Um, Dragon's forces bring the Rebus to Germain, um, while Varney gives him Hector's forging sequences to fuse Dracula and Lisa's souls into it. As Germain prepares a ritual. Varney reveals himself to be the alchemist that he met, that Germain met in the infinite corridor that convinced him to drop all his morals. But also, he is death, the spirit that hungers for all these souls. And yes. he wants to, basically, he's a bit pissed off. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, the fact... <laughs> In fact, he's very pissed off. Yeah. Um, we sort of suggest he's a vampire, but who takes souls um, instead of blood. And he's a bit pissed off because whilst Dracula was going nuts fighting the world, he was getting a nice little meal. Hmm. Um, constant. seemed to be a constant meal. Since Dracula has been killed... His um, food allowance has dropped um, quite considerably. And he's a bit pissed off with that. And so he has come up with a scheme to bring back Dracula with Lisa, put them into the same body, um, because he just can't have Dracula by himself. You have to have both of them together, fuse the souls, so that the Rebus will go insane. And then... The Rebus will then attack everybody and kill the whole world. Mm. She's a bit short-sighted because <laughs> if you think about it, this meal will only last for so, so, so long and then it's going to run out if you have this Rebus attacking everything. Yes. Um, so that's the plan. So it's death is behind it all. Death is behind the... Um, Resurrection yes. of Dracula. Um, yeah, I liked it. I like the fact that we've got a power behind the throne, behind the throne. You know, um, I quite like Death. I think he's quite funny. Yes, um, how he's written. Um, I took a screenshot. Of, I took a screenshot a of, of him, and he's on my uh, 
He's on my background now on my laptop downstairs. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> he's a, yeah. He's a, he's, he's a well-designed <laughs> character. Yeah. Uh, he was, he, I liked him. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's so pissed off yeah. that Dracula was killed and that his soul intake has gone down. <laughs> that he has this scheme, um, <laughs> which is good. Mm. Well, Dracula, well, that's revealed. We've got um, Big Fight Outside, Trevor Cypher and Elkhart. Yes. They're all fighting um, Dragon and his generals. Um, reaching Jermaine just as he summons Dracula and leads into Rebus. That, that fight between the generals and Dragon is good. Um, basically, the Dragon's got his armor. They knock him out of his armor. They work together as a team. Loads of mixture of powers. You can see Alucard changing into a wolf, changing into yeah. um, bats. That's right, yeah. Cypher using before range. Her abilities. Belmont is all over the place. He has, you know, he's fighting. That I like the fight he has. The fight he has with that mummy that comes from different wall parts, parts of a wall. Oh um, yes, that was a good one. And basically, and the only way he beats him is just by crushing his skull with a fist. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So despite all his magic weapons, all his skills, it's just a simple punch to the head, and he beats him. Yeah. Just little things like that were just quite cute. Yeah. And quite nice. Any thoughts on that? Any? No, I enjoyed that one actually. Yeah, I thought the same thing. I said all the power he has and all he has to do is pin him down against the wall and crush his skull. <laughs> Sometimes it's the little things yeah. that count. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. Sometimes it's just a fist of a face. Yeah, and that's it, it and, yeah. you, and you're done. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Dracula and Rebus are back in. They, they feel their souls being dragged out. Um, Trevor uses the Morning Star to whip break the magical barrier. Um, a repentant Germain distracts death long enough for Trevor to ju- destroy the Rebus with holy water and the cross-shaped blade. And Dracula and Lisa's souls are um, uh, freed. I thought it was quite good with the Rebus. You can tell the Rebus is going mad. It's it it goes from Dracula to Lisa, um, always shifting, and you can see that it would be a powerful creature and it'd be totally nuts, and no one had, would have control of it. Mm. Um, I'm not saying it's not an unbeatable creature because, like I said, Belmont beats it with holy water, but um. It would be a powerful thing and it would give death some of the things. This causes a massive explosion um, which damages the castle, mortally wounds your man. Um, death is annoyed, consumes the key, the corridor key to strengthen himself. And Trevor Belmont. In a nod to we have a couple of nods to Star Wars here in the next couple of episodes. Tell Cypher he loves her. Um, she says a no. <laughs> uh, nod to Empire Strikes Back, and Trevor faces off de- against Death alone. And I just love Death talking. I don't. 
I don't know who voiced Death. Yes. But um, he, he had a really good way of just getting across the um, script and what he had to say. It was really, really good. And he does sound pissed off, you know, you fuckers. And just. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to laugh at what what he was saying and yeah, he was, what he was saying, what you think you can beat me. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, you sing. He just seemed really pissed off then. He was not holding back with the uh, language. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, it was really, it was really good. Yeah. And um, sometimes you get deaf and deaf is this like creature who stands above humanity and, you know, quite, um, strict, you know, not funny, no emotions and stuff. And apart from a Bill and Ted's death, but um, this death is oh, he's just so pissed, he's just so angry, just and he just comes across it really, really angry. And the actor, like I say, the voice actor just does it really well. And the script he just puts in swearing left, right, and center. And oh, it's really good. I mean the battle once again. You give him Trevor. You give him Trevor. Um, comes across as superhuman. You know he combines the artifacts and um, stabs death with it, and there's a massive explosion that um, engulfs Trevor as well. Mm. But just before the explosion, you see Saint Germain do something with a key. Yes. Just a split second. It's it cuts to Saint Germain. Doing something with a key, um, and basically, death is dead, and it ends, and the episode ends in silence. Yeah, which is good. It's once again a sign of respect of a character who has died. Um, yes. What do you think about the whole thing? I was. I mean, it's a little bit sad, you know, without a Trev, like yeah. You know. And uh, you know he's been the main character all along. So it, it secretly, I was had my fingers crossed that maybe you know he might have survived, but it wasn't looking hopeful, especially when there was no music at the end. And uh, yeah, I thought, well, you know, then my yeah. logical brain came into ticking and said, "This is not real, Colin. Don't be worrying about it." But uh, yeah, I was still sad. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sad moment. You've been with this character like for. Well, it's not. Oh, it's not only. Episodes. It's not only that he's quite a good character as well. Like he, he has a bit of. Mm. Sir, he has a lot of sarcasm, dry wit, and there's a lot of you know. He's not just a bland, Connor-esque Assassin's Creed character. Um, he's more. Yeah. He's more likable. He's a likable character. And yeah. You know, yeah, he's a growth, hasn't he? So, yeah, so I kind of liked him. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good. Um, and it's sad. The battle scene is good. Um, yes, he's you know, he's hitting death. Death is basically says you can't beat me. I mean, thing, but as soon as he starts hitting him with his bullwhip, um, death is feeling pain and stuff. And he distracts him and like says a blow to the head and kills death. But it was good. Yeah, yeah it, was re- it was really good. You know, it, it, what it did feel like for me as well 
it was like an emboss. It felt like a bit like um, when you play God of War and those type of games. You know, you, you're facing, you're on a little platform. Yes. Um, you're facing like a either a hydro, oh, Ares or what, whatever yeah. face yeah. may be on Vision God of Wars. Yeah. Um, and you're having to dodge left and right. There's a sweep of the arm. Yeah. Um, you know, coming through. Death has new abilities all of a sudden, you know, blasting here, there, and everywhere. So it, it is a real video game ending, which are, which are quite, because it is a video game adapt, adaptation, mm. I thought it was quite apt, and I like that way, you know. Yeah, I think this was the this was the epic boss battle that I would have expected Camilla to have, but then obviously, they had, you know, the storyline goes, mm. the, the big boss was Death himself, so I mean... In that respect, then I could understand why I felt Camilla's boss was more of a prequel to the main boss. So yeah, hmm. it was an epic battle. Yeah, and I cannot, I cannot, it know, wasn't. I cannot state how beautiful this animation looks. It's sublime. It's really oh, well done. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. I suspect you've got a 4K TV and stuff. No, I don't. Um, no, I didn't. Screen. No, 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 no. I just had my uh, see. my laptop screen, and I was watching it on that. Uh, um, but I see. sit beside it, so I still think it looked beautiful. Oh, it was amazing because I'm. I, thought, I said to Michelle, "I'm, I'm going to go upstairs. I'll what put you through um, six, seven episodes of it." <laughs> Um, last night, and I just watched it on upstairs and the big screen. Yeah, and and, and it was it's immense. The CGI there, I know you can tell the CGI there's some CGI animation. Yeah, but the hand drawn bit, and bit, like I said, the whole the whole series is a high standard of animation. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not your nineteen eighties cartoon esque look about this at all it's 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 really well done the art style is just gorgeous and especially at that the last boss yeah. fight where all the particles are floating around as well and you sort of get that 3d aspect of the floating uh, particles and stuff like that I don't yeah know. especially well done hmm. yeah it, it is brilliant choreographed everything like i said but the battles with Cypher and stuff, the various powers that come come across, everything's really thought through. Nothing just feels like, um, you know, just like it's just haphazard. You know, everything is thought through. I mean, I remember listening to some um, Kevin Smith, and he was a director who did He Man, and that's an animation um, thing. And basically, what I understand is. The writer will just script it, and the animators will do the fight. You know, we'll, yeah. Warren Esmeralda just said it's a fight basically mm. between these Death and Belmont, and the animators have gone off and with the direction and stuff, and they've come up with this fight, and it is truly, truly epic. And everyone's on top form basically. The creators behind it are all on top form. Ah, yeah, brilliant, yeah. You know. So yeah, it's brilliant. Um, and then we get to the last episode. Um, two weeks have passed. Episode ten. Um, Trevor um, sacrificed himself to defeat death. Um, Lenore 
uh, this is when Merck makes a peace with Hector. She walks out to the sunlight. Um, we, we've talked about that. Mm. And at Dracula's Castle, they talk about Greta and Alucard. Um, have a little... You can tell their relationship's developed a bit more. Yeah. You know, without them being overly... Um, telling what it is, but basically... They're going to develop a village there. We're going to call it Belmont. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, Cypher comes out and she hasn't spoken to anyone for two weeks. That's right, yeah. Rightly devastated, you know, that um, Belmont's dead. Hmm. Um, but she's pregnant. Yeah, um, she's pregnant. With Trevor's child. With Trevor's child, yes. Yeah. So she's going to bugger yeah. off somewhere else, but uh, then um, I think um, she's convinced to stay. Then isn't she? Yeah, she wants to. Go, she's thinking about going back to her family, yeah. you know, and raise the kid with her family and be part of a community. And like I said, she's convinced by Greta and Elka to stay and be part of their community. And then this horse. This horse is a mystery, isn't it? This is the horse that brought the messenger. Um, and this horse keeps appearing. Yes. And it keeps being mentioned in the script a few times. You know, have you got a horse? Yes, I've got a horse. And <laughs> this horse reappears, carrying a mysterious stranger. And the mysterious stranger is Trevor. Trevor's um, back. He is back. It took him two weeks to get back. <laughs> he's back. Uh, yeah. Well, that was a happy yeah. ending. Um he does look it a was, bit. He does look was, a bit. You can see how he does look a bit worse for wear, but in fairness. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Yeah, does. yeah, he does. Yeah, maybe he's been worse from death, or maybe he's just been traveling through a lot of pubs and then <laughs> before he comes back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he reveals that he was transported outside um, through say, out, through the infinite corridor to safety by Sergeant Man. Just before um, death was killed, death, yeah. destroyed death. Um, Trevor also reveals the weapon he used was originally created by a wizard turned blacksmith as part of a very one sided murder suicide pact with God, hence why it had the power to slay death. Um, they look forward, <laughs> it's quite funny because Cypher's really glad to see him, and of course, the Belmont personality comes through. And straight away she's like leaving him, throws him to the floor. <laughs> and yeah. trying to get other people to help him without helping him herself. Yeah. She gets really annoyed. Yeah. She's giving him the cold shoulder. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, she does say that, you know, once again, you know, she says she loves him and stuff. He says, I know. Once again, another nod to Empire. Yeah. Um, And... Um, this just basically look forward to a brighter future. Yeah. And then it cuts away to London. Yes. Where we see Dracula and Lisa. Yes. Have been resurrected as commoners. Yes. Yeah. Strangely. Uh, yes. With a conscience, by all accounts. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, like I say, it goes full circle back to the first one, doesn't it? Yeah. Because 
when Lee, when you first introduced to Dracula and Lisa, Lisa's the one who studied under Dracula, made him have a conscience. Yes. He falls in love with her, and when she's curled, that's when he goes on the rampage. Yeah. Um, while she's there, she holds him in check, you know? Mm. And basically, they just they say they've been in hiding, they mention Alucard, they want him to develop as a person. Um, they hint, hints that they will visit him at some point, but they want to leave him alone and develop his relationship with Greta and his own life. And they will build their own new life in the future. And the series ends. Yes. A fitting end. I thought. It is. But... It is. Uh, it's left it open, hasn't it, really? For all the characters, really. It... It does. You know. Um, it does leave it open. And... What I did like, one of the things I did like, because it took... Tw- Dracula's the main villain in episode seasons one and two. Season three, you get Dra- a hint of Dracula being in the tower and he seems quite happy. We get Dracula returned and resurrected. But they, they didn't do the most obvious thing, was like, right, let's bring Dracula back and make him the villain again. Mm. They went off and won and brought him back and... He doesn't want that life. He doesn't want the curl. He doesn't want the power. He just wants to be with his wife. And that's a development, you know, a growth for Dracula himself. Yes. And they went off and looked at the impact of Dracula not being there and how other people want him returned. But he, in reality, he wouldn't want to do what he did before. Yes, but technically all he wanted um, to do was resurrect his his wife, his dead wife. Yeah. So and yeah. technically when he got her back then and they were both resurrected, then he was happy. Yeah. So he had all these nut jobs trying yeah. to get Dracula back when Dracula was quite happy to be with his beloved. Hmm. Yeah. So there you go. It does. And like I said, it is a good and they took risks, you know, because the easy the the almost not like the most obvious thing is to bring Dracula back and right, Dracula fights Belmont and Cypher and Alucard again's got you know, but we've seen that. We don't want yeah. to see that. We, we would see yeah. new things. If they were and, going if they were going down the Game of Throne route and they would have done that all again, she'd be just watching season one all over again or season two. You know, you wouldn't there wouldn't have been any new stories to 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 go with. Yeah. So I think they ended it nicely and I'm sure if they ever do bring it back again, it'll be centered around different characters or it'll be centered on Belmont and he has a kid maybe and the kid's a vampire because maybe Dracula got his nasty way with Sifa. You know, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? But what on come, I tell you what, you have developed your podcasting skills since the last time you were on. <laughs> and a nice little segue 
to the future of Castlevania. There you go. I'll just because I'm going to write. I'm going to write into them now and tell them which way to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. It's excellent. Next, in fact, look how close. Next month on the 20th of September, Castlevania Nocturne is a new series. All right, being created for Netflix. Castle, um, Castlevania doesn't seem to be part of it. Go. Castlevania. Oh, right. Okay. Okay, we'll have to yeah, look for that Yeah, it's coming one. out next month. Cool. Yeah. Um, the premise being, following the death of his mother, Richter Belmont, must join forces with an unlikely crew of vampire hunters and magicians to prevent a vampire-induced apocalypse during the French Revolution. Nice. So... During this one, we might get some, we might feed some feedback what's happened between, because it's probably say about 200, 300 years between the two series. So, you know, there's a lot of things we can fill in. So, yeah. yes, they have done a new series. Warren Ellis is not part of it, I think, due to his, um, the accusations on what he did. Um, I'm going to focus on that. But cool. yes, Sam Dietz is the director, so he's returning. Nice. Um, and we've got a whole new characters. So Next see you here. See you here in three years' time. Then <laughs> I think we'll do it quicker this time. I think we will, Yeah. I think we'll do it quicker. <laughs> yes, I think that would be a we good idea. In like three years' time, six yeah. episodes. Yeah. And all that. But I think we will do. Yes. So that will be good. Excellent. So, would you recommend Castlevania 2? Oh, definitely, yes. Yes. Now, I know there wasn't that much to talk about in season two, season one, because we only that was like the introductory, introductory um, episodes, basically. Mm. But season two, three, and four, definitely well worth the look, well worth your time. And as you said yourself, you could basically binge watch these in an evening. You can binge watch season one, Definitely in a couple of hours, season two, four or five. Yeah. And they're definitely worth the watching, yes. I would recommend them. Even if you're not an anime fan. Or as I like to call them, cartoons. No. But yeah, they're yeah, they're I'm, definitely not for kids. They're definitely not for kids. No. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't show my daughters these. No, 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 no way. Um, until they're much older. Yeah. I think they are 15 rated. So yeah, but yeah, highly recommended. Like I said, if you're not sure, watch the first season, four episodes, two hours. Hmm. It's a film. Yeah, you know, less than a film. And I, you know, then they went into greater depth. Yeah, it's almost a shame that we didn't have more episodes in the first season. Yeah. Um, but overall, really good, really high quality. Probably one of the best. Oh, definitely. Um. Video game adaptations on the small screen because mm. it's a TV series. Mm. So, I mean, that's me. So I haven't seen The Last of Us, so I can't really comment on The Last of Us. But for me, this is probably right at the top. More at the top. Well, I mean, definitely, The Last of Us is 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 isn't animation anyway. So, I mean, it doesn't compare in that regard. But no, I definitely enjoyed The Last of Us. The T 
TV show definitely did, but then I mm. did enjoy the game. So what can I say? Nice. So is there anything you want to plug, Colm? I'd like to plug myself. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> no, I would. <laughs> I do a, a another podcast with my friend Justin Smith, and it's called Last Save Loaded. And we do one every two weeks now because we've got busy lives. And yeah, you can find us at Last Save Loaded. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Andy. I'm catching up on you. Thank you. No, I'm catching up on that podcast. Um, I am a bit behind on everything. Life just gets yeah, everywhere. It does. Interferes. It does. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you can catch us on the Twitter, um, Laps Gamer Radio. And we are online. Um, come and follow us. Any thoughts on um, Castlevania, um, Nocturne, or anything else, just let us know. Um, we're on the internet, that's gamerradio.com. Um, and come have a chat. Um, thank you, Colm, for being with us and for this, this series for episodes. And yeah. we'll have you on again. Yes. It was always a laugh, always a pleasure. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, it's been an honour. And so long. Farewell. Adieu, adieu, adieu. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Sure, sure. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>